Welcome back to the Creative DBA Podcast, a podcast for creatives doing business as freelancers and solopreneurs. I'm your host, Karee. Today's episode is a special request from a friend. We were talking on Instagram and I decided to ask what tip would be helpful to you as a freelancer. His response was, how do you stay motivated after rejection? That's such a great question because every creative will experience someone saying no to our products or services. Here it is, bounce back from rejection. As I said in the intro, this is such a great question because we all go through some form of rejection. I've definitely had my share of having to find motivation after rejection. Rejection itself is hard, but rejection as a creative is really tough because sometimes it feels like they're rejecting our work. And that work to us is our creativity and our creativity is like our babies. So I'm there with you. I know for all my creatives out there who've been through rejection, I know this could be a touchy subject. If we get enough rejection, it can cause us to feel really low. That's why I wanted to break this discussion into two parts. Before I talk about the motivation after rejection, I wanna talk about the message behind rejection. Let me just say that again. Here are the two parts I want to discuss. The message behind rejection and then the motivation after rejection. I feel like it's necessary to talk about the message and meaning behind rejection before we move on to just the motivation because it's hard to just move on before you understand what's going on. Why is there rejection? What are they rejecting? Okay, let's break this down. I'm going to dive into part one right now. The message behind rejection. This is so, 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 so important. Number one, rejection is not about you personally. Everybody rejects things all the time. You reject things all the time. You don't buy everything in a grocery store. And all those products want your money. Every single one of them on a shelf wants you to buy them. But you buy what you buy. And it's not necessarily personal to the other brand. There might be some brands that you just really don't like. However, I don't think people are like, I'm buying Colgate because I hate Crest with that passion. Or maybe you do. Okay. The point is we all participate in some form of rejection. Therefore, it is important for you to know before we get any deeper into this topic that rejection is not personal. This is just business. Now, let's talk about some examples of what if someone rejects your proposal? What makes it hard of someone rejecting your proposal or even your product 
those of you who sell products and you have a website and you can see that they abandoned the product in their shopping cart or you're looking at your numbers and you can see people are going to the website, but they didn't make a purchase. What makes this hard to get over is that we don't know why. We see people rejecting the proposal and rejecting the products, but we don't have a concrete example why. Was the price too high? Do they feel like you're not a right fit? Did they find something else somewhere else? Are they not ready for that product or service right now? So the lack of knowing the why can sometimes um, really affect us because we just know the rejection's happening, but we can't move on from it because we don't know what we're moving on from or what we need to do next. Regardless of the reason, I firmly believe when a client does not accept my proposal that the client wasn't for me. I will admit this took me some years to get to. I used to say all the time, what's for me will be for me. And even though I was saying it, I really wasn't believing it or living in that truth. If you're not there yet, I understand, especially when you need that proposal. You need to pay a bill. You need to land a client. However, if you could just kind of believe me in this, not every client is your ideal client. And sometimes the clients that say no, it is a blessing in disguise. Now, what happens if several or the majority of the people reaching out to you are rejecting your products or services. This is where things get a little sticky because when several people are rejecting your proposal or products, then it's time for an internal business audit. Remember, we are business owners. We have to be able to look at our business and see if we need to make any changes. This is where I like to do some reframing. Instead of thinking that rejection equals failure, I like to say that rejection equals feedback. I'm going to say that again. Instead of rejection equals failure, rejection equals feedback. But how do you get this feedback, right? Like I said, in the previous example, you don't know why they're rejecting you. You don't know if it's the pricing or um, they found something else or they just didn't like it. You don't know why. Well, this is where you find out by asking. Mm-hmm. You'll be amazed of how many business owners are afraid to ask their clients for anything, for a feedback, a testimonial, anything. And I'm not judging I'm not judging. I've been there. Sometimes I'm still there. But we have to move on beyond our feelings and understand that we're running a business. When you're going through a lot of rejection, reach out. You don't have to ask everybody, but just send a letter of like, hey, um, I noticed that you didn't go for this proposal or you abandoned your shopping cart. What's going on? You want to get feedback especially if you're dealing with a lot of rejection because something is happening and you don't know what that something is. One of the main reasons you might get is pricing. Before you go and lower your prices, I want you to consider a few things. Number one, 
Is this your ideal audience in the first place? The people who are rejecting you, is this who you really are trying to target with your products and services? Because if it's not who you're trying to target and they're rejecting you, then that's fine. If they are your ideal client, then you have to figure out what is the disconnect. I found that the biggest disconnect is value. If your ideal client is getting to you, they're reaching out and there's some rejection happening, most of the time it could be an issue with them not understanding your full value or what you have to offer because people will pay for value. There's a reason why there's a tennis shoe that costs $20, there's another one that costs $200, and then there's some that cost thousands of dollars. Yes, thousands of dollars for those custom design shoes that artists put their spin on it. Well, there's value in that. The value is having one of a kind, being a part of a um, group of people who are collecting tennis shoes. When it comes to your business, Are you presenting value to your audience? Did you notice that when I was speaking about rejection from one person and rejection from a lot of people that it boiled down to the same thing? That is your ideal audience. If you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say your ideal audience, it's what we call your target audience. Who are you targeting with your products and services? If you don't know, if that's not super clear, then that's the work that you have to do. Focus on defining, discovering, and delivering to your ideal client. Now, let's go on to part two, because you're probably at this point thinking, Karee, we're supposed to be talking about motivation after rejection. All you've been talking about is just rejection. Well, I've been focusing on the messaging and the meaning that the rejection is there to teach all of us. Once we understand that, we can go into the motivation. And here it is. The way to stay motivated after rejection actually comes from episode 16, where I talked about the number one myth about motivation. Do you remember that episode? If you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly suggest that you go back and listen to that episode. It was one of the top five most listened to episodes of 2020 for my podcast. If you didn't listen to it, I'm about to do a spoiler alert. So I'm sorry about that. In that episode, I shared that motivation is not a feeling. Motivation is the reason why we do something. Let me read the definition for motivation. Motivation is defined as the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. In order for us to stay motivated after rejection, we have to focus on the reason why we started our businesses in the first place. What led us to go and file for that DBA, which stands for doing business as, or the LLC, and start offering these products and services? What was the motivating factor why you started your business? 
And I know that can sound so simple, but I'm telling you from experience, when I keep that reason front and center, it keeps me going. Therefore, how can you stay motivated after rejection? Go back to the reason why you started your business. This leads me right into your action items for the week. This week, I want you to focus on rejection in a healthy way, of course. If you find that your products or services are constantly being rejected, then I want you to consider reaching out and asking for feedback. I know feedback can be tough, but it's necessary for growth. Once you get that feedback, look to see if there's a certain pattern forming. Are you being rejected from people who are not even your ideal audience? Is there rejection happening because of price? Is it happening because they don't understand what you have to offer? Consider breaking it down and doing the research to understand the message and the meaning behind rejection. Also, don't forget to go back to the reason why you started your business. Use that to motivate you to keep going. Well, there it is. Bounce back from rejection. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative DBA podcast, a space for creative freelancers and solopreneurs to learn more about money, marketing, and mindset. My name is Karee and you can find me on Instagram.com forward slash Creative DBA. Until then, have a creative week.